0: Hello everyone and welcome to the 6th episode of Spiralcast. Today we are broadcasting from our new studios here at Spiralcast Central, deep in the green bamboo forest of Mushu. We would like to thank all of our loyal listeners, you know who you are, for tuning in today. I am Davis Spellbreaker, Level 50 Grandmaster Thaumaturge, and to my left, your right, our host, Level 50 Grandmaster Sorcerer and Savior of the Spiral, Kyle.
1: Hi, David, and hi to all our listeners out there who listen to this little venture of ours called Spiralcast. So let's get to it, David.
0: Great. We're going to start off, Kyle, with our reviews, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have much to review. It's been a crazy busy time, as you said on our last episode. Right. Uh, I've been out a little bit, doing some venturing out and about, um, namely to Celestia. And really don't have a lot to report. I wish there was something I could tell you, but you know what? They didn't let me in. Bummer, huh? Mm. Couldn't see any of it. Couldn't see any of it. Can you believe that? But, the good news is, they did release the pet module, right? Right. For the test realm. Test (sighs) realm. So the little time I've had to spend on Wizard101 has been spent in the pet area the new pet area. And I don't know how many of our listeners out there have the test realm or get an opportunity to go out there, but it is uh, it is pretty intriguing. It is, is deep, very layered, and uh, something that I think will have a lot of players really going after and really enjoying.
1: Now, I know right now on the test realm, the servers are loaded to the max. Oh, are they? Maxed I just out can't believe that all these subscribers are actually downloading the test realm just to see this new pet edition and it's just wizard One is going to be maxed out the day that it comes out so that all the free and crowns players can see it it's just going to be huge
0: oh yeah it is going to be huge and you know even though i've played it and i've tested it out and i think it's really neat and everything for me as a player it's not my thing pets have never been my thing I've always been about the quest and leveling up and getting new equipment and all that sort of thing. The storyline type of player. Um, but I know there's a lot of people out there that are really going to have a great time with it. And probably the way I'm, I may get involved in it more is as the pets are allowed to help out during uh, battles um, so and duels. So I think... It will come around to that. Well, maybe I'll use it a little bit more just to uh, develop my pet. Uh, But for right now, great concept, really good. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of it. But for me, meh, you know, it's okay.
1: Just to say something real quick, I'm kind of the opposite of you. Because uh, I don't really like the pets like you. But I do like the stats that they give you. So the only reason why I have my pets on or anything like that is because it gives you the stats, and I usually use the stats a lot. So,
0: yeah, you know. and that, and that's believe me, I hope nobody misunderstands me. That is not a knock on the new pet module. I think it's great, a lot of immersion. I think a lot of people are gonna like it. I'm just not that type of player. Right. So I think it's a great concept, and one of the great things about this little game we play called Wizard 101 is that King's Isle has developed it to a point that there's something for everyone. If you like the questing, if you like all that stuff, great, go after it. Do the best you can. But there's also a lot of other things in there that somebody may be more interested in. And that's fine. That's what it's all about. So, really, my review has been just testing that out. Using the test realm. And I've done a little bit of crafting. Still working religiously. Whenever I get a chance to uh, get my level 50 gear, which I've been extremely unsuccessful at doing and is a major part of frustration here, but um, still love doing it. Haven't stopped doing it, but boy, I would love to finish up that level 50 gear before Celestia comes out because who knows what's going to happen from that point. There may be level 50 gear. I would assume there's still going to be level 50 gear, but then it'll be the hunt for level 60 or 70 or however far they're going up with this thing right. so so that's my review what you've been up to Kyle um
1: you know the exact opposite of you i've had a lot i've been doing a lot of farming it's getting real frustrating and i don't know if it's just because i got so lucky with my malastare robe cuz on my first run i got two grandmaster gear items my ring which was from one of the talks, and my robe which was from Malastare, and so I've been trying to uh, do Krasis and, you know, all those people. I can't really get anything from them, and it's getting really aggravating. But, you know, still trying to go for it. Uh, also, I'm doing crafting, still trying to get that scrap iron. Man, that scrap iron is driving me up the walls.
0: You know what's the good news? For crafting purposes, of course, we've talked about this, but it doesn't end at scrap iron. Yeah. Then you have these other things like black lotus, lotus, (laughs) black pearls. Um, Now I'm on to um, mandrakes, and uh, I think it's fire moss or something like that, but it doesn't end with scrap iron, so enjoy it while you can.
1: And uh, I know even what the little bit that I had to do was just half of what you had to do because they had reduced it
0: right after
1: you had did it
0: they had the requirements i think on the scrap iron the one you're working on the requirements were ridiculous like 80 or 90 scrap iron and now you have to collect i think it's 32 or so
1: yeah i'm pretty Um, sure
0: and that's for your novice um in uh in intermediate
1: intermediate no No, it's initiate. initiate yeah that's
0: it initiate so yeah it's a little bit easier but still very frustrating
1: and uh on the pet module side, yeah, I'm, I've i been playing that a lot. And uh, like I said earlier, I think it's going to be a great addition.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about that a little bit. Because I don't know if this is a quirk in the system or what's going on. But I have a pet Colossus, which I got at level 50 or 48 or whenever I got it. I forgot when it was in Dragonspar.
1: You get it at 50.
0: Okay. And you have a... Pet Hydra. Right. Which you got at level 50. Correct? Uh, So whenever we went into this pet module, my Colossus was a teen.
1: Which you got before mine.
0: Right. And played a lot longer with it. Right? Right. Because I was level 50 before you. And we go into the, the pet module and it's a teenager. A teen.
1: Yours is a teen.
0: And yours is a...
1: And mine's an ancient. Okay?
0: Which is... If you haven't been in it, there's several different age levels for the pets.
1: They have baby, then teen, then adult, then ancient, then epic. And so I log on and I'm like, "Whoa, mine's an ancient." Uh, David's must be like an an epic or something like that. And then he logs on and he's like, "Wait, mine's just a teen."
0: What's going what, on here?
1: What What's the, What's the deal with that? It's <laughs> a
0: conspiracy against ice. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. That's got to be it.
1: We ought to tell Lydia Gray Rose.
0: Well, I don't know if that'll do much good, but <laughs> so that was a little quirk I thought, and I don't know if it was worth reporting it or not. We didn't report it, but um, anyway. So different experience there.
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so uh, now we're gonna go to the listener emails, David.
0: Okay, uh, we have a couple of emails uh, from our last cast, and this one, the first one, is from Brian Titan Sword. He says, Hi, Kyle and David. Love Spiralcast. Thank you, Brian. We love it, too. That's why we do it. Anyways, do you think that Celestia is going to be a real challenge for everyone, or will Grandmasters just breeze through it? That's a good question, and I think a question that nobody really knows the answer to right at this point, but I I do have a feeling that it's not going to be a breeze for anyone. I don't know... I would assume it's going to be after Dragonspire that you'll get a quest to go over there and, and get the whole storyline and you all that might, stuff. You might,
1: but you know that's what everybody was saying with uh, Grizzleheim And Grizelheim turned out to be easy at the beginning, but once you get towards the end, you get to those 8,000 health bosses. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Why are these, isn't this supposed to be for like level 20 people?
0: Yeah, and i, I tell you what, I, that's one thing I still have not done. Jotun, I think the name of the uh, the last one is. I don't know. Anyway, you, get, you have to fight three people with 8,000 points each. And uh, I have not accomplished that at this point, along with Brisk Breeze Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's going to be along the same lines of Grizzleheim. Because if they do it that way, then I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. I think a lot of players, 50 and above, mm-hmm. and people getting close to Grandmaster status are really looking forward to that being an exclusive next step realm or area to go into. So, I know I would be disappointed if it was done like Grizzleheim. So, I don't know. I I think it is going to be that way. It is going to be the next step for the Grandmasters and people beyond Dragonspire. And I think it would be disappointing if it was like Grizzleheim and level 20s can do it. But, I don't think it's going to be a breeze anyway. I think it's going to be very challenging. Right? I think they want it to be challenging. And I think it's going to require a ton of experience points to level up. And it's not going to be a simple process. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be great.
1: Also, uh, just real quick. I do have to do a dungeon in, Gr- in Grizzelhan. So if you'd like to help me, David. And if anybody else, uh, any of our fans would like to help me out with that. Just send me an email. We could set up a time or something. And uh, you can help me out with that. So, thanks you know for would, all those listeners.
0: You know what would be a great idea? Is post it out on the forum. On our new...
1: Fan site. Our
0: new official fan site that we have that we'll talk about later. Post it out there on the forum. And I bet that might be a really good way to coordinate a
1: okay.
0: dungeon meeting. Awesome. Thank you, Brian, for that, uh, that email. And uh, the next one comes from Brandon. How much XP do you think they will give for completing quests in Celestia? Will it be like Dragonspire XP or Mushu XP? You know, I don't know. Uh, The only thing I can say is that I don't think it'll be whatever the XP points are. Of course, the amount of points to get to the next level are going to be getting wider and wider. Those gaps is going to take more and more and more to get to level 51, level 52, and and beyond. So, I mean, I think it's all relative, whether it's... A lot of quests and a less amount of experience points with each quest or it's a shorter list of quests and you get a bunch of experience points. So I think it's going to be a time thing more than anything is how long it takes to get through the whole thing and and when those level points happen. So I don't know. I would, if I had to guess, I would think it'd be like Dragonspire. I think it's going to be the next step from Dragonspire much like um, that. But hey, they surprise us all the time so who right. knows but that's a very good question
1: um you know saying dragon spire xp and mushu xp it's uh i'm assuming that you mean like low or high experience so i mean it really depends on what level of people they start allowing them in if it's like Grizzleheim, which would be not so great they're going to have level 20 people people in there and then so they'll have to make each quest a lower experience points because if they make them too high, then those lower level people are going to be leveling. Yeah. So fast and they're going to be like level 50 in Mushu or something like that and then that won't be good. Well, it might be good for them, but so, you know, it really depends. We we don't know yet, but, you know, it's it'll be soon. It'll be
0: before we yeah, know it. Yeah, it'll be here before we know it. Thank you, Brandon, for that uh, question. And please, uh, anyone out there who has a question, please email it to us. We'll give you the information at the end. We love getting those listeners' questions and comments. So thank you again, guys, for those emails. Kyle, I think we're going to move on to news next, correct?
1: Right. So uh, as we said earlier, Spiralcast has a new official fan site, which has been started by Chris Firemender, our uh, segment guy. So, thanks, for, thanks to Chris for spending an enormous amount of time and effort on this project. It certainly has paid off. I hope all of our listeners are going to uh, be happy with this website and use it a lot as a good tool.
0: It really is a good, a good site, and uh, I think it's going to give us, you and I, a great portal to have more interaction with our fans, because we don't do a live show at this point anyway. Uh, we may That may be coming down the road, but at this point, it's a non-live show. So we don't get a lot of interaction with them. Uh, so I think that's a great place to go, and uh, we'll talk. I think you'll mention that a little bit later. But.
1: Right. So uh, at that website, you'll find a link to our blogs, forms, which we were talking about earlier, a chat room where you can chat with us real time, an arcade, and Spirocast Live. ...for watching David and I playing Wizard101 real-time. So, that sounds really cool. Yeah, you and if could, some
0: if some of the uh, fans can meet you for that dungeon in Grizzleheim, you can put it up there.
1: Right, I could... On
0: uh, Live.
1: If anybody can't uh, get on Wizard101 to help me or something, they could go on the website and watch us do it. Or, <clears throat> they also have an on-demand library that it's automatically sent to after... So I could do that, too.
0: Yeah, and you could go back and view it.
1: Right. So um, from this site, we will be doing a host of activities, including live chats with David and Kyle, as well as updates and poll questions in the forum sections. So, you know, this really sounds like a great website. I've looked at it. Um, it's, it's great.
0: Chris has done a great job with it. So go out there, take a look at it, and uh, get registered for it.
1: So, uh, next in the news, the test realm opens, which we were talking about earlier. Be the first wizards to visit the new pet pavilion. Subscribers are invited to log into the test realm to test the latest feature coming soon to Wizard 101. Now, just a side note on these two things. To enter the pet pavilion, you have to be at least level 7. And to get the test realm, you have to be a subscriber. You can't be a crowns player or a free player. You have to be a subscriber. And that's what I was saying earlier. I think we're just there's just going to be so many people on on it, you know, because they're going to add all the crowns players and free players to it once they release it to the regular world. So, you know, that's going to be, uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, next, fan fiction. The fan fiction page has been updated for April submissions. Look for some new stories and continuations of previous stories on our fan fiction page. And, you know, I checked out this page, and it's basically a whole bunch of submissions of fans. Um, and I know Chris Firemender had him and Brandon, I'm sorry, Brian Titansword, had made a story called The Necromancer Story of Brian. And um, they posted it to that fan section. And so, whenever they update it for May submission, you could go check it out over there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on the website too, the fan site. So if you want to go check it out there, you could do that.
0: Our fan site. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Um. So next, the Ravenwood Bulletin newsletter. The monthly newsletter is available. Read all about the news around the Spiral this month at the Ravenwood Bulletin newsletter. So that's really informative. I suggest looking at that.
0: And that's on wizard 101 site? That's
1: the Wizard101 fan site. The one-year $60 special is back. So for a limited time, our one-year subscription is available for only $60, which is usually $70, I'm pretty sure. So that's $10 off. Whether you're thinking about subscribing or are, are already a subscriber, you can take advantage of this limited time offer. So make sure you do that as soon as possible. Introducing the comedy thurgists. Now, in case anybody doesn't know, thurgists are life wizards. So Cassandra and Marci- Marit- Marissa are a couple of wizards who can't say no to fun and comedy. Cassandra and Marissa explore the spiral, filling it with as much as laughter as possible. These guys will surely have you at the edge of your seats. Check out this fun fan site at comedythurgist.com. So I, I need to check that out, and um, also another thing that we have for the news is Dire of a Wizard School Elections. And those are going on right now. They had nominations, which I forgot to mention on my last cast. I'm so sorry, Diary of a Wizard. I completely forgot. Um. So, yeah, they're having elections right now.
0: By the way, I didn't get nominated for it. Oh. For high school, which I'm really disappointed. I thought there'd be a fan out there, somebody that would put my name out there. But, hey, there's always next time, right?
1: Right. So, uh... So make sure you go out there and vote for whoever you want to vote for. And um, so that about wraps it up for the news. Uh, Next we're going to have David say the audience questions from last show.
0: All right, the audience question from uh, Spyrocast 5. What will Zeke's quest be in Celestia? Uh, Brandon responded, well, the obvious answer would be an Oyster. But they've already did that in Mushu. So I would say maybe some small sort of underwater creature or maybe even an anemone. Did an, I say that right?
1: Really? An anemone, anemone. Anemone,
0: That's right. So that, that's, a, that's a good thought, an anemone. Um, and Seth the Death, Death Whisper says maybe there will be some kind of weird water thing or something. Yeah, I definitely do think it's going to be... Some kind of water some thing. Some kind
1: of water thing. It's got to obviously be some kind of water thing because it's, you know, Celestia underwater and everything.
0: But my thought was a little seahorse.
1: Seahorse, yeah. Yeah,
0: you collect little seahorses.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, there's a bunch of different things we can do and they can do, rather. So uh, thank you all for those answers, guys. And um, and we'll be announcing our next question uh, later in the show. So with that, I'll uh, turn it over. Oh, by the way, thank you, Seth and Brandon. And I'll turn it over to David. Kyle, I'm sorry, for the next segment.
1: Um, so Chris Farminder's segment for this show is called Nightshade's Soft Spot. So Chris Farminder, a.k.a. the Pyromancer, is going to take it away. And I'll see you all on the other side.
2: Hello everybody, this is Chris Firemender, level 25 Pyromancer, and I'm broadcasting to you live, well, not so live, but live enough from Nightshade's Tower. I've just recently defeated him, and I'm doing the podcast here because I'm at a port, and I got a new theme song. I hope you like it. Hint, hint, Marleybone. Hope you like that and it's really cool. I like Marleybone, especially its music, it's industrial with that hint of mystery in it. And well, as I said before, I am actually in Nightshades Tower, aka Storm Drain Tower. I don't even know why it's called Storm Drain Tower. All I know that it's all that I know is that it's called Storm Drain Tower. Or Nightshades Tower. And well I wanted to talk about something about Wizard, you must die. Um is Nightshade standing behind me? Um <laughs> That is a very sharp scythe thingy you're holding there, um, Mr Nightshade. Why yes,
3: yes it is.
2: <laughs> oh no, I'm being pulled into a magic duel Die. Ding it Die. Fireballs work. Where are my good cards? Ah. nothing. You're gonna die. Wait, no. What? What? No.
1: No. No.
3: I defeated the young wizard. I can see. And I hope you can hear that. How does this work exactly i have no clue <clears throat> i think i just speak into it my name is lord nightshade of storm drain tower and i have taken over this broadcast please do not attempt to turn off your radio or whatever kind of machines you have gotten for i've taken control of them <laughs> Today, I will be talking about how awful it is. I am being farmed day by day by young wizards, trying to steal my possessions. All because I have a giant scythe, nobody's seen my face, and I am just scary looking. I'm not all that bad, actually. I'm actually quite good. For my free time, I read novels and I've been waiting for a new novel to come out for a long time. It's called The Necromancer's Story of Brian Titansword. I've only read pieces of it, but it is finally coming out soon. Actually, I think it already has. (laughs) Where was I? Oh yeah, wizards are farming me constantly for that stupid pixie fairy thing. Dark Sprite pet. They're trying to steal my possessions. They have taken stuff from my desk. Like my brain. From that... In that jar. I hate it. Just leave me alone. I've done nothing wrong. All I have is this key. You know, instead of trying to destroy me, you could just ask for it, okay? Just... Stop attacking me. It's not fair. I get no say in it. All because I say die, wizard. I'm trying to say hi, not die. It ain't my fault. (sighs) Let's see, what else is there? Ah, yes, Ambrose. I keep trying to talk with him by sending young wizards back after after I was trying to talk to them. But they usually defeat me. And before they defeat me, I'm trying to say stop, no, but they get the wrong idea, like I'm saying die, or you're going to die, wizard, or something like that. You need to tell Am- you need to tell Ambrose to get off my case. I ain't done nothing wrong, man. Man, I'm actually pretty good. I mean, my scythe, I know it's kind of scary. I just use it as self-defense. I'm not really a demon or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just there. Why can't I hang out with my death friends, you know, like that, um, like that, um, what is it, field guard, oh yes, oh, I'm losing my mind, oh, excuse me, it's already lost because somebody took it again, it's oh, what I hate, people taking my possessions and then never giving them back, instead they use them in their wretched homes. That's what gets me mad, okay? I, I, I don't like to be that kind of person, okay? I, my, it's just when people steal my stuff, my blood pressure rises. I mean, that's why I put that chest in there. So people can give me stuff. So I can give them my possessions instead. You know, my nightshade's chest thing. you're just throw in crowns and I give them whatever they want. Yeah, instead of it me, just use that. I mean, really. It's just really annoying. <sighs> I just really hate it when people take my stuff. It's not fair. I'm a good person. All because I look scary. All because I look like an omen. All because of that. I just don't get it. I just don't. Get it! Guess who? Oh, come on. Get out of here. Really? Really? I mean, you're the one who's trying to steal my pet, okay? It took me a while to get another one of those dark fairies, okay? Just leave me alone.
1: Actually,
2: I sold it, and then somebody bought it right as soon as I sold it. And I came back to get another one.
3: Yeah. Oh, come on, I just bought- Oh, my gosh. I bought my own fairy. Are you serious? Really?
2: Oh. Well, in that case, um, can I, like, buy it from you, maybe?
3: Yes, just throw crowns into that box over there, and I'll give it to you, so I can get a new fairy, and you can have your own fairy. You know? Circle of life here, money- money circle you know just throw a couple crowns over there i'll give you my dark fairy and then i'm just going buy a new one
2: are you still broadcasting actually i don't really know how to use this thing wow you're not really such a bad guy after all you just don't like people stealing your stuff ding 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 winner it looks like we're gonna be friends forever right
3: Really? You you wanna be my friend? I've never had a friend before.
2: Sike magical combat activate! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Woohoo! Yeah, die. Yeah, payback. What now? I'm not that mean actually, I'm just doing this to annoy you.
1: Woohoo!
2: Woo-hoo! No Now, where was I? Oh man, it's the end of the show. Oh, well, time to play my theme. Exactly five seconds left. What am I going to do with it? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm going to.
1: Okay, so thank you, uh, Chris Farmander, for that great segment. Uh, so now we have a new segment by David Spellbreaker called Frozen Times. So that sounds pretty interesting. Can't wait to hear you talk about whatever you're going to talk about, David. And uh, we'll see you on the other side again.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to, I guess this is the first episode or first segment of Frozen Times. And this is a segment I wanted to do from the very beginning, but never really had any material or, or really a subject that I felt passionate enough to talk about. But this is a segment I want to do from time to time, not every podcast, but when I feel that there's something I really need to get off my chest and talk about, I'm going to insert this little segment in here and uh, and see if I get any reaction from it. So here we go. Uh, frozen times. Uh, The thing I want to talk about today is School of Ice. Obviously, I'm a School of Ice Grandmaster Wizard, and I get a little aggravated, I guess is the most diplomatic way to say it, when I'm out there in the spiral, browsing around, trying to help people out, whether it's with Malastair or any of the other quests. And from time to time, I get this one particular player that just really has a bad attitude, toward ICE. And what I mean by that is, they'll say things like, oh, ICE is a weak school, or ICE is this, or ICE is that. Well, I'm here to tell you that anybody, anytime, that would like to take me on in player versus player, PvP, I would be more than happy to. Now, I do realize there are some limitations to certain schools. ICE is primarily based off of a defensive strategy. There's different strategies for different schools. Storm, certainly a powerful school. Death, great school. list goes on and on. But you know what? Ice has some very, very good things about it uh, in dueling, and I think some very powerful things. Defensive is a great example. A lot of shields, spiral, uh, tower shield, and those type of things, as well as the school shields. But on more importantly, what I want to talk about is the attacking side of Ice. Because that seems to me where a lot of people get hung up on ice and really have uh, negative things to say about ice. So, ice, uh, from an attacking standpoint, is not a very quick attack, strong attack type of school, but can do a lot of damage. Um, I think what's important on ice is how you use the weapons you have. And that is, how do you use your traps? How do you use your... Um, blades what is your secondary schools are they helping you on the defensive side or on the offensive side one way to help out for all of my ice friends out there that are looking for more power on the offensive side is take on death as a secondary school use faint you can use it just like anybody else death school likes to talk about how important they are and because they have faint and how much they love it so much but you can get that card as having death as your secondary school. So if you want it, it's out there. You can build your school just probably just like any other school, whether it be balance or life or anybody else, to a powerful offensive tool. Especially, and I think this is where a lot of people miss things, is it's not necessarily how powerful attack your school is, but it's the strategy you use in battle. It's are you using everything that you have available to you. And later on, especially later on, when you get into Dragonspire, is how many friends you bring bring along with you. Because you can be not that great of a dueling person, but if there's two or three other guys with you, then you can do a lot of damage. So, you know, to those people who like to talk bad about the iSchool, I certainly appreciate your opinion, but in my opinion, you're totally missing the boat And maybe you haven't had any experience with Ice. Or maybe you started an Ice character, got disappointed in it, so switched to something else and didn't take it all the way through Grandmaster. So, that was my rant today. I wanted to make sure everybody knew out there that, hey, Ice is a very good school. I like it. I love it. Um, Is it the best school out there? Who knows? I think everybody likes their school the best, and that's fine. But... Some people have a little bit of attitude out there when it comes to ice. And uh, I just think it's false. And I wanted to make sure everybody else out there heard my side of the equation. Especially if you never had experience with ice. So there it is. Frozen times. Little rant. Little talk. And if anybody has any comments, feel free to send it directly to me. Or send it to SpiroCast at gmail.com. And uh, I'd be more than happy to talk about it.
1: hey thank you david for that good segment
0: hey thank you Kyle, for letting me get that off my chest i really needed to get that out there so a little therapy there
1: okay so uh next question for this podcast david
0: who is your favorite teacher you know everybody has their teachers out there and i thought this would be fun to talk about a little bit and have some discussion on is who is your favorite teacher and why more importantly why because I have my favorites, and I have very specific reasons on why I like them. One in particular. But uh, who is your favorite teacher? So please uh, send those answers and any other questions y'all may have to Twitter, which is at SpiroCast. Um, and also on Twitter is at David S. Breaker. Also on Facebook, you can find us there at Kyle Spiralcast, And of course, you can always email us with anything. Spiralcast at gmail.com is the email address there. Or now, just like we spoke about earlier, very, very important. Uh, Now you can go to the forum at uh, our Spiralcast Fan Center at spiralcast.webs.com and post your answers out there and post any questions you may have for us. So, again, that address for our new Fan uh, Center, Spiralcast Fan Center, is spiralcast.com s p i r a l c a s t dot webs w e b s dot com and i think that's it Kyle.
1: that's pretty much it now uh i did forget to say the link to the uh to the website so it's a good thing that i remember that and uh so yeah thanks for listening uh leave a review for us on itunes it may seem like i don't check it but i do check it Uh, very often i like those reviews most of them are five stars i've had a few three stars or something but most of them are five stars so thanks for all those good ratings and um
0: thank you to our listeners and remember
1: may the the good good guys guys and bad bad guys always get exactly what they they deserve.
0: deserve thank you